Dicey performance is recorded at Umeå Folkuniversitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. Hello everyone and welcome to Dicey Performance Does Moon's Edge. I always fling my arms out like do I'm like I'm starting the YMCA whenever I'm introducing this and I don't know why but it really helps. Yeah, and no one can see it. <laughs> no one can see it. This is an audio <laughs> medium. I'm James Kitching. I'll be leading you through this wonderfully nightmarish world of exploding people's heads like melons and exploding their arms like the shrapnel-filled arms that they are. And round the table with me today, I have... Leon Sheerholz playing Quinn. The magic man. Sara Gustafsson playing Jane Hicks. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to be the whole aren't I? <laughs> No. Next going to be Big Ooh. Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Joanna Big Blaza playing Jamie Bloom. <laughs> ho lover. <laughs> oh. Well, I've ditched ho, the ditcher. ho. Now. Oh, you ditched the ho. I ditched the ho. I was waiting for you to critically fail and break the ho over I someone's know. head and be like, you mistreat that ho. I mean, it would have been funnier, but I, I, I was like, I'm going to ditch this ho. <laughs> I mean, at least you left the ho hole. Yeah. What did we do last time, guys? Well... I've already alluded slightly to it. True. Me and Quinn kind of fought off three people. We killed two of them. One went over the uh, a wall, I believe. He went over the garden wall. Yes. Thrown over there by the blast of you exploding his mechanical yes. arm. Mm-hmm. And now he's over the wall yeah. unconscious. And uh, Jane was in the house... And she creeping around. Yeah, she fought. She found a dog, and her son apparently. And yep. he ran out of door because he heard us our shenanigans on the outside. I My think son and is now we're hitting on a bush, and Quinn has a dog on his arm, I suppose, mm -hmm. or For latching onto somewhere. Yeah. I assumed it was the arm. Who, who knows? For the listeners, my son is a black coat. That is why he was there, <laughs> not for any other reason. Oh, yeah. That. Forgot about that. Excellent. And you decided, I don't need to talk to my family. Look, I didn't realize <laughs> there was going to be an explosion outside and he was going to run out. I thought I could just out-sneak him so he wouldn't have to deal with his mum being on the spot. I mean, and having to lie <laughs> to his superiors because my son is clearly not the most sneaky nor intelligent man he's not intelligent or sneaky you're correct he also has a dog yep and i outtricked the dog at least you did so indifferent to some others getting back into it I, d i did look up from last episode what the fuck we do on a on a on a what's it called critical fail a critical fail because leon did critically fail his stealth check who and thought in my notes and my rules A critical fail on a skill check is basically the exact opposite of what you want to happen happens, which happened anyway, or something breaks, but it wasn't fictionally relevant to have anything really break on you, so you... I would be super fine with the bush just breaking, to be honest. You, you got... <laughs> wow. You got attacked by a dog. So, what is happening here is... You guys failed your stealth check. You have been discovered by not only the dog, but the, to you guys, unnamed black coat. We were trying to hide from. Who you are trying to hide from. What happens next is the dog, as it's latched onto Quinn's arm, like, pulls you down to the floor and starts dragging you out of the bush. Question? Did... My son leave the door open when he ran out. Yes. Can I hear this shit? You can hear him swearing a lot. He, As he ran outside and saw the bodies, you heard him go, Shit, shit, shit! Oh, Bruce! Oh, shit, shit, shit! You just assume she might start to run out when she hears that. Okay, like, you, if, if you're running out, you can join this cavalcade of comedy. <laughs> Anytime you want. Mm. Like, you, you keep that in mind. She starts running out, so you can 
choose the moment, but... Okay. Quinn, you're prone with a dog on your arm. Um, Jamie, what are you doing? I you have am, been found. Okay, I'm trying to get the dog uh, out of uh, his, like, uh, like being gripped by... Um, what? what? The dog's latched onto Quinn's arm yes, and he's dragging okay. him out of the bush. I want to try and uh, get Quinn to not be dragged out of the bush. So you're grabbing Quinn and playing a tug of war with a German shepherd. I am being actively quartered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm trying. No, okay, this is being drawn. Okay. You'll be quartered in a minute. <laughs> okay, let me let me think about words. Uh, and how to phrase what I want to say. I don't know. I'm having a hard time phrasing things today. Uh, let's go with um, try and like take. Like I, I'm assuming he's biting on Quinn's arm. Let's he's biting try, on Quinn's arm. Quinn's basically to, on his belly being dragged out of this okay, bush. Try and, like I'm going to try and reach and like get him from not biting Quinn. Like does that make sense? Yeah. So as you reach forward and like clutch this dog's mouth yes um i want you to make a force check against the dog and your threshold is bad it's a five um unless you are making an attack i would say you can't add your brawl to this okay i was just looking at everything else that i have <laughs> but i don't have anything Mm. Unless you're trying to break the dog's jaw. Ooh. No, I'm not going to break the, the, the dog's jaw. At least, I think. Okay. Okay, uh, roll, roll yourself a... I'm just going to try and like open his jaw without okay. breaking it. So your, your threshold's a five. It's a five? I uh, completely succeeded. Okay, what were your numbers? Nine and eight. It was either a nine or a six. Lovely. It's it's <laughs> over anyway. Yes. Um. So you successfully like pull this dog's jaws like okay. off his arm. Yeah. And you immediately get like two feet in your face as this black coat has like run to to join his dog, seen you, and like <laughs> dived feet first at you. And okay. I want you to make a metal check. What a legendary dropkick. <laughs> He's dropkicking the shit out of you. Your threshold's Ooh. a 10. Shout out oh your numbers. Oh my god. Oh, shit. I'm going to fail this. Mm-hmm. I critically failed. You critically failed in a combat? He slams his feet, drop kicks you in the face, and you go like out the other side of this bush and slam into the wall. And you take two damage minus your physical armor which is now minus one of what you no, had before. No, that's zero. What? It goes to zero. I it goes two. to zero. Yes, your your armor is now minus one of whatever it was before. You critically failed at a combat roll. Your armor is now damaged. Ah, okay. I take two damage and my armor is broken by one so broken that by means one. I take one damage. Yeah. So... How's everyone doing health-wise? <laughs> Quinn's I, up to full. I healed myself. You yeah. healed yourself I'm good. I'm at a four right now. Nice. That's still over half. Mm -hmm. Full part. <laughs> Jane hasn't done any fighting properly yet. I've done no. some job, though. Mm. Um, so this, this dude, after drop-kicking, you obviously falls to the floor. Jane, you've rounded the corner and seen basically your son drop to the floor and Jamie fly out of the other side of this, like, bush and slam against a wall. Using <coughs> my most aggressive, angry mum voice possible, Merrick! He, he, like, his face snaps directly and locks eyes with you and you see the fear of God in this boy's <laughs> eyes as he gets up and kind of, like... Looks around as if he doesn't know what the fuck to do with himself. The two of you get into the house. Merrick, we need to talk. Now. Quinn, Jamie, what are you doing? You've just been told to fuck off. Wait. We were told to get into the house, right? Not to fuck off. Yeah, yeah, you were told to get into the house. Yeah. 
that she wants you away. What is the status of this dog? Uh, it is like basically in a defensive stance, looking at you, but it's it's in between you and this boy. Okay, so it's not trying to attack anyone anymore. Not right this second. Okay, it's, I'm going to walk over and get into the house. Same. Okay. Jane. Hi. Merrick. What, what are you doing here? As you can see, I'm on a job. I gestured to my maid outfit. Does the job involve killing, like, my that squad? That was not my business. Well... You're here. I am here. I'm here to pick something up. I had nothing to do with killing these folk. It, this is on me. This is on my head. You realize how much shit I'm going to be in. I know. That's why I'm having a suggestion here. What? What, what could you possibly do to get... What? I can't bring them back to life. I can't. I can help with knocking you out without killing you. So it looks like you haven't been involved in anything else. I mean, yeah. Um. I can probably help with putting your dog to sleep. Just sleep, nothing else as well. Well, he's he's a good boy. I can just Bruce, and the dog like looks up at him and is very much like attentive as shit. He's like sit. Stay, stay. Have you got any food? I have got food. Right, I, give, give me the, give me the. I give him some ham. Right, Bruce, you're right. Stay, stay. And he like, gentle. And he, he feeds the dog, and he's like, lay down, lay down now. And then like, Marek looks real fucking like petrified. He's he's shit scared of what's gonna happen. Marek, Marek, darling. Just make it look. Make, make it look good. I will. Merrick, darling, look at me. First, let me have a look at you. I haven't seen you in a few years. How does he look? He looks... slightly malnourished, but no more than, you know, the average citizen on the street. Um, you can tell by, like, the way he he is. Like, you raised this boy. He's not really black coat material, but he's been protected by someone. Like... He's not got, you know, the drunken red nose, or and it doesn't look like he's been doing anything untoward, really. But he's he's just like he's still being basically parented by somebody. Marek, you're gonna tell them you saw a maid, an elite, and a garden worker. That because that is what you have seen. I am clearly a maid. Wh- there was clearly an elite. Where's, there was clearly a garden worker. Where's Tony? Tony? Well, there's... There's one guy over there. There's one over here, and Tony's missing. I check over the wall. You check over the wall. There's an unconscious guard in the, like, shrubbery to can the to the side of the house. Can I see he's alive? Um, He's unconscious, yeah. He's alive. And he's also just seen these two. I, he has possibly not seen me, so you can, if you want, say these two are what you have seen, an elite and a garden worker. Right. Story straight. Yeah. Was... I can, if you want, make sure we knock you out inside the house. I, I mean, they're out here. I just... Was that... Was that Jamie Blue? No. I just... Matches description. We're supposed to be on the lookout. That's not Daniel Bloom. Roll a deception for me. <laughs> he's stupid, so he's only got two d six. Oh thresh- my god! Your threshold's a nine. It's a that's so for you. Good. It's that's a brain roll a with brain. a plus two for you. Critical success. Okay. Two nines. Well, oh, critical shit. You get something. Oh, you get a key point. You get a skill point, so note that down. He he looks up at you and he's like, right, okay, yeah, not not Jamie. It's just... She looks a lot like her. Are you in a... Are you in a bad crowd again? No. <laughs> I'm helping out a friend and I sort of got drawn okay, into this. Okay, I, I just... Oh, I don't... 
the less I know, the better, right? Yeah. Just and he screws up his face in like anticipation. He's like, just, just do it. He's fine. Can I use Gary Jamie to knock him out, or should I just do it? Can I easily do this without hurting him? Um, you, you like, he's not going to resist, but let's. I, I, I want you to at least roll a force and see if you can do it in one hit. Or would you like to do it as an accuracy? Accuracy. Accuracy. So what what are you what what are you going for? Jamie definitely wants to punch this dude <laughs> in the face. <laughs> I'm not gonna let her. Oh no, sad. Accuracy. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to hit him like in the back of the head, right where we're gonna get knocked out without lasting damage. Okay. Uh, roll your accuracy. Your thresholds are seven. Shout out your numbers. I got a seven and an eight. So you got full success. Yeah. He just like you karate chop him in the back of the neck in, in in the movie fashion and he slumps to the ground and Bruce kind of does the, the, the dog padding down the grass in a circle and lays down next to him. Yeah. And quickly just to hide a few things, I carefully give him a few light cuts that looks like he's been defending himself against something. Okay, cool. Just very... You do that because he doesn't resist. He's unconscious now. Yeah, and then I run back into the house. Okay. Also, are you using your knife? Yes. Good. No, no he's no, poisoned. No, 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 I was, no, 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 I was no, about no, to no, say. No, no, no. I was going to ask, like... you using my knife. I'm using one of my needles. Ah, okay. I'm using one of my needles that hasn't been poisoned. <laughs> I thought Lovely. that would be a good question to ask. Healthy family relationship. Mm. Oh, make it look good, Mom. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, you're all in the house. This place looks yes. like a fucking tornado has been localized wholly inside the house. Um, in the lobby, as all of you, like, go in, the, 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 like, mosaic stone floor, some of the slabs have been, like, ripped up or, you know, scorched or blasted and burned. Um... You you guys are in the house. Come, let's go to the study. We need to check a few things out. We'll do this quickly, because we have made a lot of noise. We need to get this done now. Now, both of you, that was my son. I don't want any further questions about the subject. Okay. Uh, Quinn, sorry. Can you try and heal me? Well, fuck me backwards with a telegraph pole. Yeah, um... <laughs> I'm just scratching works. the back of my head and I will like lay my hand on top of, I don't know, her shoulder or like her wrist or whatever and... Well, it would be the wrist because you can't reach my shoulders, but it's cool. Yeah, but I didn't exactly see where or how you yeah, got no, injured, like, so, the I'm, thing so I'm is just like, like... No, the thing is because I have like... I, I, this is a out of character question. Can he heal other people or just... Himself? Oh yeah, he, he can heal okay, anyone, cool, cool, really. Cool, cool. Um, the difficulty is, like, decided on how much he wants to heal somebody. But, okay. like, in the meta, you know how many points you, you know, of health you don't have. In character, you don't know mechanically how many points of health you don't have. Okay. So, Quinn, how many points would you like to heal? Like, I how difficult are you making this? I'm just gonna do how I did for me because I attempted that twice and it worked out both times so I'm just going to try and heal for two points okay so your threshold is a whole nine add your heal to it it's a magic roll that is a six and a twelve a six and a twelve so you get one of the heals off um and like that's that's all you really get um Jamie, you feel better, like enough so to be one, like, one. yeah, you get okay. one one cool. health back. You feel better and enough to be like, yeah, I can keep going. This will this will yeah. do for now. I'll can try again later, but that's, I don't know if things are a bit like for all intents and purposes, Quinn, you healed and the healing proct, you've healed her, and that's yeah. you know yeah. as good as it's getting for now. That's fine. That's all I needed right now. Okay, on that note, I would like to just close my eyes for a moment and use my intuition. Okay. Are you detecting magic or... Well... Are we in the study? I think there are... I mean, you're in the hallway now. Do you want to move to the study? 
I would like to just like try and sense whether there's anything around. Okay. Um, in the most abstract way possible. <laughs> no, like a general not feeling. Not in actually trying to sense magic, but more like uh, how gut feeling works. Okay. So in the notes of how how the system kind of works intuition is working out things by instinct and feeling it's understanding how something works more than like just perceiving it okay so that's what you want to do you want to act like direct yourself on instinct kind of a thing yeah exactly i mean maybe i can somehow try and make sense of the patterns of the like magical damage that has been spread throughout the house to yeah, this point excellent right roll your magic then for your intuition and your threshold is a nine again Okay, that's uh, seven and a two. Okay, so you see the damage that's been done to the house, and it all seems rather sporadic. It all kind of focuses from central points, but then those points, like, you know, the, the damage that goes up the stairs is kind of from the same localized area as the damage that's on the front doors and the walls kind of a thing. But then in the other rooms, it's, you know, slightly different. So you don't really get anything from like uh, the way the fight would have gone. Um, but all you have to go on is Jane's instinct of saying, we need to get to the study. Yeah, all right. I just open up my eyes again and like forcefully shake my head as of trying to clear it out and then so you were saying, sorry? Look, all we can assume is that he put important stuff in the study. Scholars usually do. Sure thing, I just shrug and like go ahead into the study room then. Mm. I follow. So, as you all go into the study room, I want you all to roll a perception for me. Oh god. That's brain, right? That is that is brain. Your threshold is a 2. <laughs> It's I been got beaten. double ones. It's been beaten. Okay. Partially. Partially. Five and a one. <laughs> I only have a D6 to go with. Same. Eleven and two. <laughs> I critically succeed. I got two twos. Take, take, <laughs> take yourself a skill point for your pocket. You met that threshold very well. Oh, so That two was mm, good. Mm. So, Jamie and Jane, you, as, as you are looking around in here, you immediately see, you know, the carnage in this room. Um, you notice the table, like the main office table, is pretty much where it should be. And so is the piano. Those are the only, like, large objects that haven't been physically moved around the room. Everything else has been torn through as if somebody's been searching for shit um Quinn you see that too and then kind of think I'd hide shit in the fireplace and you you become very interested in what could possibly be up the chimney fire has just been my thing lately kind of it so has been your why thing why the fuck not so he minorly succeeded right yeah yeah Quinn but you two both succeeded Quinn can you check if there's any magic on the work table or the piano? <laughs> I guess I just poke my head back out of the chimney and go like, What? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, hold on. And I guess I'm trying to detect magic Ooh. in the room. Roll that detect magic, baby. Your threshold is a whole seven. That is a nine. And that is a 10. Okay, so as you, like, go into your whole magic flow of, of the area around the environment, you pick up from, like, the scorch marks on the walls, there is, like, the faint remnants of uh, wisps of magic. There is something to the left of the chimney, something like a mechanism, a magically powered mechanism, and that mechanism to you leads to the piano. For some reason, you can feel it drawn from the piano to just to the left of the chimney. 
the fireplace itself, you can tell, has been repeatedly over the course of many years lit by by magic. Um, and that's about it. You can't feel anything like actively present. So the fireplace actually was a pretty good hint, right? Um, I'm just gonna like point out with my finger and trace like an invisible line through the air from this mechanism left from the chimney to the piano and mm -hmm. back and look at the other two and go like we might actually have something here um and then i will walk over to the wall like next to the chimney yeah. i guess and like so beside each each like each side of the chimney is inset bookshelves um, but there are no books on it. They're all over the floor. You're just trampling all over them. Um, so that's that's what you see basically to the left of the chimney. I'm going to try and basically push against the wall there to see if there's something like a pressure plate going on or something like that. You push against the wall. Nothing happens. <laughs> May I ask a question here? Um, what are you doing, lad? You said you found something. Yeah, there is something, some sort of connection i'm not quite sure myself but it's going from here and then i point with my finger like again tracing this line over to the piano is if you can't see it can you move it with your magic i just truck and i guess i will try whether i get to trigger this mechanism what are you trying to move it's not like i'm trying to move something it's more like i'm trying to like summon up the magic force and infuse it into this mechanism or try to activate it maybe yeah something like that just like powering it up if that works like, okay so so you're an electric connection may uh, may you're you're trying to push the flow of your magic into the system as it were yeah thinking that this way i might manage to activate it okay um roll me a magic and it's gonna be difficult <laughs> Does this count as an area of effect? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 10, your threshold. Ooh. That was a 6. Okay. And that is a 9. Ooh, so, so close. you fail. The, as, as you try and push your magic, like, you, you get on your hands and knees and you try and force your magic through the floor and into the system that's linking these two things. And you just kind of like it it ripples out from you. You can you can see like only you can see it, but you can see your magic just kind of being dampened by the wooden floor itself and just like dissipating out. Like you cannot reach this thing underneath the floorboards. <clears throat> yeah. No. I don't know how this is supposed to work. I mean, right, maybe right. it's safer to just try out the piano. I yeah, yeah. don't think any one of you know how to play it by a chance. Not how to play it, but can you feel how it's connected to the piano? Is it a specific spot on the piano? Is it a specific key? Do you want to investigate the piano? Yes. Well, then why didn't you say so? I yes. did Is say there so. some machinery we can use? Okay, uh, who wants to investigate the piano? Oh. Me. Okay, fine. Okay, you first. Um, roll your investigate, I suppose, would be... Brain? Uh, definitely a brain, I would say. Yeah, thresholds are six. Success. Not minor or critical, but just success. Success. Um, you find the piano is bolted to the ground. Obviously, the system has to be... Some you know it, it it can't be moved. Um, the wood of the piano isn't anything special. You see a plate on the front side where someone would put their music sheet papers, and the plate has an inscribing on it. Um, what does the inscribing say? The inscribing is well, the inscription. in in three three lines. So the first line is turn toward. The second line is my infant child, and the third line is and ask forgiveness. So, Hold on, I need to write this down. You, you can all write this down. It's... it's... Turn toward my infant child and ask forgiveness. Do any of these lines ring a bell? Okay, so what is the line? Why, it's turn towards my infant, my infant child, child and, ask, and forgiveness. ask forgiveness. Okay. 
No, it's just to make sure like the lines yeah, aren't written yeah. the way they're supposed to. Yeah. Um, none of this rings a bell to you. <laughs> cool. All right. Jamie, what are you doing at the moment? You just kind of stand in there waiting. Hmm. <laughs> uh. Can I de- can I see if any of this any part of this piano is like um, has any like can I see inside of it? It's like a grand piano, right? Yeah, it's it's a grand piano. The top of it's been ripped off, and you can see all the like workings inside, but none of them have been really touched. Like you can see that there's nothing in there that's not supposed to be in there. It's basically just a piano. Okay. Can I look closely at? the machinery of it yeah like you you as as you're looking in it and around it you like pluck a few of the strings in the back and it it is just an ordinary piano for old like you know Mm -hmm. um um as you because there's no way that jame is gonna get this fair Um, enough so she's just looking to see what she can do like she understands machinery and how to try, like, to... And basically, that's it. As you're... And how to move heavy things. <laughs> yeah. As you're walking around the back of the piano trying to, like, figure out what the hell's going on, you stand on something glass and hear it break underneath your foot. Okay, I'm just gonna be like... Oh, take a step back and look at what I just broke. Um, you see on the floor a picture frame... ...of... Um, a guy, like quite an old-ish guy with two young boys. They look very similar of age. Mm-hmm. And uh, like a, some woman. Um, and you can gather it's obviously Arnie, Brian, and his parents. His their, parents. their parents. Yeah, their yes. parents. Um, what you do like kind of weirdly recognize is the old guy in the picture. Mm-hmm. And I'd like you to do a knowledge roll to see whether you recognize. What is knowledge? It would be a brain. Brain gets used a lot. I'm very happy about that. Your threshold's a six. The other two, not so much. Sounds like a you problem. Better than accuracy, though. Mm. Oh, great. I failed. You failed. So the, the guy looks familiar, and you try and wrap your head around where you've seen this guy before, and you rack your brains as to, like... Where have I seen pictures before? Like yeah. proper. What I've seen his face before. Yeah, proper like photographs. Yeah. Because people in the lower districts and the docks and things, the, the places where you go, people don't have photographs. They don't have photographs taken. Mm. It's expensive to do and it's not a necessity. Mm. Um, and as you're racking your brains, the only thing you can think of is like it must have been in your house somewhere. You You know somebody who has a picture. Yeah. And that's really all you can gather. Okay. So I look around and see if there's anything I see that can resemble a child or an infant. You look around the room and everything's basically on the floor. Do you want to perceive? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, roll yourself a perception. Your threshold's a three. It's been beaten. Right. Five and a six. Excellent. So you look around the room and there's nothing really resembling a child or anything that you could discern as like childlike, maybe a picture, but like there's a couple of pictures strewn around. There's the one in Jamie's hand of a family, but it doesn't seem to be like there's, there's, if you take it off of Jamie, there's nothing special about it. There's no writing on the back or anything. Um, what you discern from this is it must be some kind of wordplay from the the piano itself. You mu- like it's not about looking to find something; it's about playing something. Right. I seat myself in front of the piano at the keys because I assume there's a stool here somewhere. Yep, there's a stool directly in front of it that is also bolted to the floor. There is nothing inside the stool. It is just a stool. Okay, good. Turn towards my infant child and ask forgiveness. Yes. God, I hate you, man. <laughs> um, You're welcome. I realize I'm asking 
three people who don't have English as their first language to do an English puzzle. There are yes. other ways around this puzzle. Mm. So I know uh, this is out of character. I know the usual turns you can play at all is A, B, C, D, E, F, G. That's the Correct. scale. Um, you have a certain amount of letters to make words out of. However, most of these letters do not use those letters. They do not. But maybe there could be other words instead of turn towards and all of the others. Correct. <laughs> Jane feels like she's getting somewhere. Can I use my dice to improve this? You totally can. I um, will. <laughs> roll your ass a brain roll. It's a six. I mean... Oh my god, it's been beaten. It's been beaten. Uh, it's critical success to 12s. Oh my god, we'll take your ass a skill point to put in your back pocket. Um, you, you... You couldn't have rolled any better. No, I could not. So you kind of dice around in your head, specifically the middle like phrase, my infant child, my infant child, and you're thinking... Infant is toddlers, toddlers, babies... Something along the lines of that. What can there's no Y in in this shit, babe, b a b e, babe. Yeah, my infant child, babe. Maybe each phrase is one word. With that brain roll, you think you've definitely got onto something, and the middle line is babe. You. Turn towards Jamie and Quinn. You start hearing Jane mumbling. What was that? So this is clearly a word puzzle. I think the middle line is trying to spell the word babe. So music in general is based on letters. That's how each tone is called. You have from... A to G. That's the letters you, ha letters you have to play with. Okay. My infant child can be babe. Turn towards. What other word can you use? Like, single word can you use for are turn towards? Are you sat looking at the piano or are you facing these two? I'm facing these two at that moment. Okay. And then I turn towards the piano. It's face. <laughs> it's face. <laughs> face. <laughs> yes. Yes. Face. It is face. Face. What do you do with babe. this information? We also have ask for forgiveness. Mercy? No. So, no. Not. There is no M on a piano, no. No. There's also not O's and R's. Nope. Sorry no. won't work either. I know. I'm just think, figuring out words that could mean ask for forgiveness. Um, beg. Yes. I played in notes for face... Babe, Babe and beg. beg. As you play the first, like, chord, F-A-C-E, mm. you hear, like, a mechanical shunting from behind of the bookcase, and you continue, and there's three, like, you play the notes, you play the notes, the mechanical shunting, mechanical shunting, and the bookcase creaks forward, loose. I go towards and then I say, Quinn, check if there's any traps. I will try and detect magic again. Go detect some magic, boy. Your threshold's a six. Do that thing. <laughs> that's a six and that's a 14. Okay. Wow. You, you feel no magic coming from the this like door itself. Um, do you open the door? Yeah, I guess I will open the door. It's a dark staircase. I will try and create a little Light. flimmering flame over flimmering my head. Flimmering flame? Just... To get some vision. So you you strike your hand out and a, and a fireball kind of bobs flick. above you and lights your way. There is no magical traps on these stairs. Nothing. I just turn around. Well, this seems to be safe so far, at least. I follow him and I also check for physical traps and not just magical ones. Okay. Um, can you roll a perception for me for physical traps? 
Your thresholds of four. Ten and eight. So by the light that you've been given, um, you kind of run your hands down some of these these walls. You see no openings. There's nothing in the ceilings. All of this is sandstone. The very brittle. Yeah, the the stairs themselves have been worn in the middles, um, and there is one step, like basically at the bottom, that has nowhere in it whatsoever. And you think that's probably not a good idea to step on. I'd folks skip the last step, just jump over it. Okay, so you enter into like a long corridor. It's all still sandstone walls and like flagstone floors. And you, there, there's like a laboratory at one end, but it's like a 20 foot into this room. It's just at one end of the wall, there's a laboratory, there's books, there's paper strewn on the, on the desks, but nothing's like destroyed like everything else in this house. Folks, did we close the door when we left? Well, I went first, so I surely uh, did. Yeah, I was gonna say like when we started coming down the stairs, I I pushed the door in me. Yep, that okay. was the last one. Good. That's cool. If we get black holes in there, it was probably good. We don't show where we're gone. That's all. That definitely makes sense. Yes. You're standing at the end of a corridor. <laughs> Let's start walking through the corridor, and I still check for traps. You still check for traps. You. Do you want to roll it again, since you're in a different place? Yeah. Yeah, thresholds are six. I might get rid of these dice as well. (laughs) (laughs) A 12 and an 11. You see no physical traps. Um, The weird thing you do find on that, like, full success is there are like metal strips between each flagstone that run like the flagstones are square and obviously set in a square by square pattern in between each flagstone is like a small metal strip that is just stuck like you you try and pick it out of the side of the flagstones and it it just won't come up quinn check if there's any magic in here i look around and i will do just that okay roll me a Magic. Detector magic. Fuck. Your threshold's a three. Oh my god. I got a three and a nine. (laughs) (laughs) There is low-level magic running through this entire floor. Well, I'm like scratching my head again. Basically everything here is kind of magic. Nothing feels threatening? Nothing feels aggressively threatening the the end of the corridor is lit by magical lights as well which in your detect magic vision are shining like brilliantly um and there there's a few bits on the desk there's a capacitor to one side um they're all shining with magic but none of it's like attacky kind of magic well nothing that would feel like a trap i believe at least it's just like this whole thing is kind of glowing all let's proceed and no let's continue as you start walking down this corridor I want Jane and Quinn to roll me a metal check oh holy hell these are better dice oh my god oh my god what's the threshold it's an 11 so I'm basically already dead I have a D8. You do? What what numbers did you get? I haven't rolled yet. Well, you got to roll them first, see if you critically fail. <laughs> I do not. Oh, good. You just fail then. Yes. Quinn? I rolled a 7 and an 8, which is actually quite impressive for a D8 as well. That is very impressive for a D8. <laughs> <laughs> as you start walking down this corridor, you both feel very suddenly hungry and tired. Honey so, J, you still got any of the rations left? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna... You said there was nothing actually aggressive in the magic, right? Yeah. Is there something that could possibly drain us? 
Well, I don't know. I would take something to eat first, and then we can find out. I throw him one of the ration bags. Okay, so you stop munching down as you continue down this corridor. I want you both to make another metal check as you continue. What's the threshold? I'm, I'm adding. It takes time. It's eight. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you doing math is just like... Just gonna look at these Minor success. Minor success? Same, a one and an eight. Okay, so you start feeling worse, and it's like your your joints start kind of like refusing to move, and your muscles start like screaming in in pain, and you're just like, this isn't this isn't worth it. As as Jamie. the this is getting nasty. As the tiredness kind of overcomes you, you feel like it. Getting to the other end, like you just cannot be bothered right now. It's just too much effort. Jamie, yes. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I don't. As you turn around, Jamie, these both these people next to you are just kind of punched over. Oh, they're in front of you. Yeah, they're they're slowing down. Jamie, I'm gonna ask you to do something weird now. Okay, what Um, is it? I'm gonna ask you to try to pick one of us up and carry us towards the door. Like back? No, towards Forwards? the door we're trying to go to. Okay. Forwards. Can I get both of them though? Uh, Romeo strength, Romeo force. Can you, you walk pick over both to us? I'm gonna say like, ah, nah, leave me out of this. Hold on for a moment. Okay. Uh, your threshold's 11. Um, I'm still gonna roll regardless. Yeah. You can add your. Mm. I failed either way. You failed either way. Yeah. Okay, so you managed... I'm, I'm going to take uh, Jane uh, to towards the door. Okay, so you, you pick Jane up, and you try and pick Quinn up, and you're like, oh, nope, okay, yep, awkward trying like, to pick like, two no, people no, 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 up. No, no, yeah, no, no. He's, he's restraining, so you just grab Jane and kind of run her over to the door and pop her down. Yes. Um, I shouldn't say door. There was no door at the other end. It's just the desk at the, the one end of the corridor, but you pop her down on... Like the next to the door, the the desk. Ne- next to the desk, and Jane, you immediately start kind of regaining your uh, breath back, and you you you're still real tired. Like th- this has taken something out of you, but it stopped getting worse. I eat one of the rations, well, half of it. Yeah, I guess I'm gonna get back and try and get Quinn to Qu- the desk as well. Quinn, it gets better the second you get through the entrance. All right, let me just. Like, hold on for a moment and let me try something real quick. I want to create a barrier around me, like the standard bubble, and try to give it anti-magical properties. Okay, roll a magic. (laughs) Your threshold is a five. I got a three and a thirteen. Excellent. You successfully make a magical barrier that's bubble-like and surrounds you. And you start kind of trying to absorb it down the corridor, and it starts flickering and fading, and you feel the magic get sucked into the floor. Did this exhaustion wear off, though, while I was in the barrier? Whilst you're in the barrier, yes. The second you're back out of the barrier and basically on the floor, it gets worse than it was before. You feel like you could just go to sleep right now. Jamie, just pick him up now. Okay, I guess I'm... I'm just going to pick him interest- up. Okay, I just kind of like put him over my shoulder and just keep on going towards the desk. Mm. So, um... I'm, and I'll, pop him next to the desk. Yeah, I'll go off your last roll and say you, you can easily pick him up now that he's not resisting you yes. anymore. He's just a dude. Yeah. And you have made an example of dudes before being able to pick them up and throw them places. So, Quinn, you get picked up like a <laughs> baby boy. I'm also, I guess, too tired to resist at this yes. point. So. How, is, is it princess lift, fireman's carry? Mm, fireman. Fireman. Definitely. So you get slung over a shoulder, yes. and it is the most comfortable shoulder you've ever seen. <laughs> you just feel like the second it's you are good. off I, I, the I feel floor, like as soon as I put him over, I start here like a snore, <laughs> like a slight snore. I'm like... Slightly patting you on the back in this weird position and then like <laughs> caressing <laughs> it a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you get put down on the flagstones near the desk, which is somewhat devoid of this magical 
soul-sucking bullshit, and you start to feel slightly better. The the wind is back in your lungs, and you can you can breathe, and you can kind of shake yourself awake. You are still basically exhausted, though. Damn, that was scary. I didn't know that was possible. I gotta remember that. Magic um, is a weird thing. I'm gonna try and basically in the same way of healing myself, see if I can like energize myself again. Aren't you technically very drained now though? You are very yes. drained. I, I would... You can't put more energy in a battery. You would have disadvantage on trying to mm. do any magic right now until you can get yourself back up to like full speed kind of a thing. Okay, well I guess I feel that and see that it is a bad idea, then mm. I won't. So, as you're, you two are regaining your sensibilities and J- Jamie's kind of just fine for some reason, um, you're standing in front of this desk and the first thing you kind of lock eyes on Quinn is this magical capacitor which is now glowing uh, on the desk. Um, and you, you can see one of the like adapter plates underneath it and you can easily tell that this is where all the magic you've just used up has been suctioned into. Son of a bitch. Uh, language, lad. <laughs> language. Um, and as you all look across the paperwork on this desk, you can see several blueprints for things like the magical capacitors, the moon towers that overlook the city and, and shine light upon you guys when it's night time, quote unquote. Um, you see the magical advances in technology for the past like five to ten years that have you know improved your lives and and you you kind of see the shit that Brian Penville has been up to um, and all these paperwork's just kind of strewn across the desk and most of them have now like been scribbled on uh, feverishly with with insane notes that you can't really make sense of. Unless somebody wants to do perception rules and see what's about. I want to do a perception roll. I wouldn't, because I'm dumb as a rock. <laughs> I'm not! <laughs> cool beans. So, roll your perception, your threshold's a six. Minor success. Minor success. You... I'm looking around this paperwork and there's lots of details about magic and how magic is a lie and something about borrowed borrowed something. Uh, some of the scribblings say things like consciousness is the key. Magic is not what it seems. We're destroying the planet. The planet is magic. And all of, like even the contradictory things, they just kind of ramble and ramble on and on. Um, with that perception check, you also find a journal in one of the like drawers which is what you were told to come and get. I take it and place it in one of the more hidden compartments in my bag. Excellent. Jane, you see a... You also see this, this like, chemistry set kind of a thing. Um, basically bubbling away under, like, a, a magically fucking lit Bunsen burner kind of a thing. It's being continually powered, not by gas, but by, by magic. And it's just kind of bubbling away. And you have no idea what the fuck this is. I look at and try to see, do I recognize any substance that is being in this chemistry set? Um, no. You could do a... This I know with, Jane has with, no With your physical knowledge. perception, you can't really tell anything about this. Yeah, and, and you've I... got no chemistry knowledge. Okay, about chemistry, no, but I was gonna ask, like, can I see as well, like, what's on the blueprints? Can I identify the blueprints? Yep, uh, like, from a mechanical point of view, Yeah. these blueprints, uh, like, you you do machinery. In in the docks, you are are a machinery worker. Um, The blueprints are interesting to you in the way that somebody who spent their life fixing a tractor, if they were given the blueprints for a Ferrari, would be like, oh, holy fuck, what the hell is that? And why is that attached to there? And, or this could have been made a hell of a lot simpler. And 
this is way out of my depth, but you do find them like hella interesting as to how the the things around you powered by magic are actually like distributed and function properly. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a couple of uh, blueprints for prosthetics, arms, legs, and bits of armor, and they have the stamp of um, I think. Jane, you'd know this as well. They have the stamp of the auto mailer, the the blacksmith, on them. Jamie. Yes. Because I assume I noticed I was staring at the blueprints. Yeah. You said you worked in the docks. Do you know machinery? Yes, I do understand most of these things, but most of these are things that I've never seen before. Grab the blueprints. Try to hide them somewhere on your body. Okay, and I grab all the machine, all the blueprints, and I have them on me. I also grab the rambling notes about, you know, the Earth is alive and everything. Excellent. Um, so you've got the journal that you came for. You've got some extra bits, including the blueprints and some of the scraps of of, of paper. And as are, are you doing anything else in here? Quinn, can you see anything interesting in the chemistry set? Hold on. First off, I'm gonna try and like lay my hands on this magical capacity and then try and draw the energy from it. Okay, you have something for that. Exactly, I do have one of these magical connectors as well. Okay, so you you take the capacitor out of its like connection in the thing and the Immediately around you, you feel the the like the magic that was in the floor kind of power down, and the lights go out, and the chemistry set stops bubbling, and you've got this glowing capacitor in your hands. Okay, I guess I will undo what I just did, just so like we still see what's going on and do, see whether like. Do you not want to draw the the magic from it and be able to heal yourself? Maybe just part of it. Okay, so as as you connect your mobile adapter to this thing, mm, yeah, maybe just until I feel like not exhausted anymore, yeah. not so, as bad as before. Basically, what this magical adapter is, it looks like the what the hell are those things called? Where you you the toys with the cranks on the back of them, you wind them up. Oh, wind, wind up, up toys. Well, yeah, yeah wind up toys. Wind but up toys. what the, what the fuck is the wind up thingy on the back called? Uh, this crank. A crank. It's it's it looks like one of these winged cranks with a like circular plate on the front that different sizes of these capacitors can be like locked into. Uh, as you like grab this capacitor, lock it into the largest setting it's got on it. You grab like the wings at the back, and you can either put more magic in or draw magic out, and you flow magic out of this thing, and it slowly kind of dims. To a point where you know you're, you're starting to have difficulty seeing what's in front of you. And then I will, uh, yeah, basically connect it again. Okay, you connect it again and reactivate the the draining trap on the floor. But isn't isn't that outside of the other uh, room? No, it's the, you're, you're in the same room. It's just a long corridor with with a desk at the end of it. Well, fuck that. Well, <laughs> then I will disconnect it again and see whether I can use my magic to power up this uh, chemistry set again. Okay, roll a magic. Your threshold's a two. <laughs> I got a four and a seven. Yay! I do it! You light this, this like, Bunsen burner, and it lights, and the chemistry set starts going, and the you, as as you're, like, looking at this thing, you can see the... Uh, like the, the the liquids inside are moving from one one side of this set to another, and like from what you can tell, it's being filtered, and that's basically about it. And as you follow it round, this this water is just kind of like filtering out into like a tank. Whoa, I'm a scientist. <laughs> 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 okay, frankly, I have no idea what this is for. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, okay, cool. What are you guys doing? Are you leaving? Yeah. Is there another exit? There is not. It, this is a secret room. In the in in 
whatever is on the table, is there anything that mentions this chemistry set? There is not, but as you look through, you can see the capacitors themselves um, require some kind of liquid inside of them. And from what you can gather, this is probably the liquid, and it's just... Like, you, you read through it, it's basically just purified water that's in this this capacitor as, like, a... I'm trying to think back to my high school science days as to what it is. It's basically the the, the purest. Yeah, the purer the liquid, the more Ask the scientists magically if you have questions about science things. Magically adaptive <laughs> it is. So that's that's what you get from these notes. But this is all like, ooh, liquid is better when it's cleaner. Sciencey science science. Okay, cool. Um, so I take it you guys try and make your way upstairs. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I assume I have to carry them one by one, but... But isn't the trap disabled now because the capacitor... Is it? It is not, but you guys, with its, like, diminished magic now, you guys find it easier to walk on. Okay. But it's okay. still tiring. It's still drawing something from you. And by the time you get to the end, like where the door was, where the entrances come back in, the capacitor on the desk is just a little bit brighter. <laughs> Brian, why would you do that? I guess we're gonna wait a little bit before I go up. Catch my breath, yeah, but then jump over the last step on the ground and then go up. Excellent. As you're making your way up the stairs, everyone roll me a perception check. Yeah, I was gonna say we need to listen for people in the house. Oh god, uh, perception, brain, right? Your threshold is a five. It's brain, right? Brain, yes, brain. It's been beaten. I keep forgetting. Eight and eleven. Cool. Joanna, you look... I critically failed. Bad times. You hear fuck all. You just don't hear anything. Quinn... Uh, six and a one. Six and a one. So you minorly success. So you hear something, but you're not quite sure what it is. But there's a sound from upstairs. Could just be the house, like, but, slowly but, falling okay, to bits. But Jane? Jane? Is... Yeah, I'm getting to... Okay. Yeah. So, Quint, you hear something, but you, you know, you don't quite know what it is. Jane, you hear the unmistakable sound of a floorboard creaking under a single footstep, and then silence. I grab both of them and do, like... The shush, the shush motion. Hold motion. right away okay. and like hold up a hand. <laughs> I just stay quiet and be like, okay. And that is where we're going to end for this session. <laughs> what will happen next? What will happen? Um, Closing thoughts. We figured that puzzle out a lot quicker than you thought it would. You got a lot of hints, but yes, it was a lot True. quicker than the people that I tried it on, which included Jacob and my wife. <laughs> I assume it had I knew some mm. music theory. <laughs> I, I mean, sure. I, I got told by Jacob, the uh, our previous GM and the guy who's GMing APOC World, um, to just not do this. And I was like, but I like it so much. <laughs> I mean, it's my, pretty my cool. First, my first, I will admit. Okay, to be honest, like my first thing after uh, Sarah talked about music theory was like, oh, let, let's just see what like line by line what words have the letters that we can use not change the whole phrase into a specific word mm. so i was gonna go with that but then you like you start talking about like oh this can be changed into this and i'm like okay so this is not the way to go but kinda at the same time so i have to keep an element of mystery mm. it was a pretty cool idea you solved really my piano it. puzzle it was it was yes. a good it was but Yay. okay out of curiosity now that we've actually like figured it out what was the other option to do it Break um it. you could have easily broken down the like bookshelf Hmm. I think that, that would was be the more, other option. I think that, that is that much would, less elegant. Yes, and also would be a lot more visible that we were doing something. Yeah, that that was that was the thing. You'd have you'd have found three iron bars in front of you and had to like wiggle your way through the holes you made in the door and then left a big ass hole yeah. to a secret study. But I'm glad you figured it out. Cool. So that's it for this episode. 
So it's a goodbye from them. Bye. Bye-bye. And a goodbye from me until next time when we return to play Moon's Edge. You've been listening to Dicey Performance, part of Umeå Theatre Company and Folk Universitetet. Edited by Lynn Olson, produced by Joanna Velosa, art by Sarah Gustafsson, PR by Alex Rader, and project managed by Jakob Safsten. Cool beans. <laughs>